Hello, fellow Rebel Capitals. Hope you're well. Government, the CBO, Congressional Budget Office, just came out with a bombshell report admitting the government could be broke. I mean, literally broke by July of this year. So you guys know from watching my videos, the TGA is the Treasury's account. And they're basically saying that that'll be tapped out. And if they don't increase the debt ceiling, they're they're done. <laughs> Sorry, we can't. We can't. No moss. We got no money. They're going to be digging through their couch trying to find some change. <laughs> so let's go over to this uh, report from the CBO themselves. This isn't from Zero Hedge or something like that. Check out what they have to say. So as you can see, CBO.gov right here. This came out February 15th, 2023. Federal debt and the statutory limit. The debt limit, com commonly called as the debt ceiling, is the maximum amount of debt the department treasury can issue to the public or federal agencies. The amount is set by law. Okay, yeah, we get that. We know all this. The Congressional Budget Office projects that if the debt limit remains unchanged, which we know, I mean, there's a 99.999% chance that, it, that they raise the debt ceiling, but that doesn't mean they're out of hot water. I just got done doing a whiteboard video on this, and I'll explain when we get to the end of this paragraph. The government's ability to borrow using extraordinary measures will be exhausted sometime between July and September of 2023. That is in the fourth quarter of the current fiscal year. The projected exhaustion date is uncertain because the timing on tax revenue, as an example, they don't know when people are going to pay their taxes, so they could have a little bit more, they could have a little bit less coming into the TGA. In particular, income taxes in April could be more or less than the CBO estimates. And let's remember that 2022 was a significant down year in the stock market. And we'll go to a, an actual chart from today's whiteboard video right here. Where's the chart? Ah, okay, we'll just leave it right here. This is the chart you can see. So going back to 1980, this black line is the S&P 500, red line, federal tax receipts. And look at what happens. Everyone thinks that tax receipts are specifically tied to marginal rates, tied to income taxes. And that's not really where the government makes their money. The government makes their money on the stock market going up or asset prices. And so when asset prices go down, the amount of money going to the government goes down as well, regardless of what the highest marginal rate is. And when the stock market goes up, government makes a lot of money. And then recently, the government's made a ton of money in nominal terms. And this is likely due to the fact that the S&P went up along with a significant degree of consumer price inflation. So since this is a nominal number, you would expect it to go up uh, to a significant degree. So the point is, last year, tax receipt, or well, the stock market was down. So tax receipts could be a lot lower than they even expect. And if tax receipts coming in in April are far lower, this means they could run out of money even maybe before July. Hey guys, I want to remind you to check out Rebel Capitalist Pro. This is the incredible online investment forum that I have with investment experts, Lynn Alden and Chris McIntosh. It includes professionals such as Patrick Serezna from Macro Voices. He specializes in options. Tony Greer, commodity trading. Jason Hartman, real estate. And 
Brent Johnson with Macroeconomics. If you want to build wealth and thrive in this world of out-of-control central banks and big governments, Rebel Capitalist Pro is the resource you need. So check it out today at georgegammon.com forward slash pro. That's georgegammon.com forward slash pro. We'll see you inside with the fellow rebel capitalists that are taking their investing to the next level. So again, the the pushback there is going to be, ah, George, this is just nonsense. Why are you even talking about this story? They're going to raise the debt ceiling. They've done it every other time. So who cares? The government doesn't have a problem funding itself. And this is a great point. But I would strongly encourage you to think about what we've been discussing on this channel to a, a certain degree, which is the average Joe and Jane, the U.S. retail investor, is pretty much the only buyer right now in the treasury market. Why? Because of the delta on what they're getting on their checking account compared to what they could get with T-bills. That I would suggest, I would assume this delta is at all-time highs because of the amount of reserves in the system, which means banks don't have to de- compete for deposits. If they don't have to compete for deposits, then they can give you 50% or 50 basis points while the Fed's paying them 4.5% on their checking account that they have at the Fed. Where in the past, if they had to compete, they'd have to bring those rates up that they're paying you on your deposit accounts in order to try to incentivize you to bring your money, your bank reserves, over to their institution. So now we have this dynamic where people are incentivized to go out and buy treasures. Okay, great. Well, let's keep in mind the Fed's doing quantitative tightening. So what does that do? That lowers the amount of reserves. So you have to ask yourself, at what point do we get to a level in reserves where banks have to start competing again for those deposits? Because that's going to decrease that delta. If it decreases the delta, then that's going to decrease the incentive for the average Joe, who, let's remember, is the only buyer in the treasury market right now, or only net buyer. It's going to incentivize them to move away from treasuries and back in to their savings account, which might be a little more liquid and less of a pain in the butt to buy. So then you get this situation where there's pretty much no buyer (laughs) in the treasury market, at least at the long end. The front end, I think there'd still be a buyer because of the euro dollar market and collateral and whatnot. At the long end, you could really see that shoot up. That impacts mortgages, most likely would impact the stock market down, and that drives tax revenues down even further, and then they have to increase the amount of, and that increases the deficit. Therefore, they have to increase the amount of treasuries issued, regardless of the debt ceiling. That creates more supply, but let's remember that demand in the form of the average Joe has just left stage right. So less demand, more supply, rates go up even higher, which takes you into this QT doom loop is what I called it on today's whiteboard video. And uh, point being that this is a big, big problem, even if there's a simple, uh, there's a, a temporary fix in the form of raising the debt ceiling. All right, guys, enjoy the rest of your afternoon. As always, make sure that you're standing up for freedom, liberty, free market capitalism. And I will see you probably on tonight's whiteboard video on the George Gammon channel, where I explain exactly what we just talked about in great, great detail. You're going to love the video. We'll see you then.